Welcome to the podcast, Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook, where we will discuss the latest and most relevant business strategies to help you do one thing extremely well, sell more homes. We'll discuss everything from business planning to lead generation and conversion to past client customer service and everything in between. Join us for authentic conversations and nuts and bolts takeaways you can implement into your business today. And now, Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It's another episode of Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook. And as always, we do have Kelly Cook with us. And Kelly, I have a question for you that kind of sets us up for our topic today. Um, What's up? What is your number one goal for 2023? Because we have to start thinking about that now. Mm. Okay. The number one goal for 2023 is to have a very solid director of sales in place, right? In in the first half of the year. Because that will that'll be the single most important thing um, I could do uh, to um, to hit the goal of recruiting, of growth, right? For our team. To and that's what we're time. really trying to do for for 2023, right? You know, a lot of people right now are saying, well, hey, you know, the market's down 30% um, in, in, in many places across the uh, country um, from where I was last year in terms of production. Let's say it's an agent saying this. Um, okay, well, instead of trying to make your agents do more that they're probably not going to do, you need to increase your agent count by 30%. Diversify. Yep, yep. yep. So that's the one thing. So we have... Um, kind of a hybrid role that's set up right now on our team, but we don't have someone that's, that is their Dedicate, main dedicated. true North. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we're, that's what we're looking for. Got it. So that is Kelly's number one goal for 2023. And, um, you know, keep in mind, he knows that already we are in October, end of October of 2022. And we're already starting to think about the goals for next year. Why? Because if you have not already started business planning, you need to do it now. And that's what we're yeah. going to talk about today. Um, I think it's a, a topic that we revisit a little bit every year, but it's because it's that important. And um, we want to give you reminders that that's something you need to do and kind of some different ways in which you can think about business planning or different areas that you need to focus on. So Kelly, let's get into it. Business planning. Yeah. Don't our, you love it guys? One of it's our like, favorite you know, topics. I mean, I'm seriously like, you know, they, the weather's changing. It's getting cooler out there. You got, you know, pumpkin spice lattes at, the coffee shops now. Oh yeah. You have, you know, you have Halloween stuff in the stores. Thanksgiving stuff is in the stores around the corner. You have Christmas coming up. It's that perfect time of year. And business planning just makes you feel hand fuzzy, in hand. Yeah. Just like in front of a warm fireplace, right? With a blanket. Right. So this is, I mean, I think about this, I'm like, oh, it's that time of year. And it gets me all excited because I love quarter four is my favorite time of the year. You know, I love the holidays and all that, of course, right? But it's also great because you get to try to have a hard charge to end the year strong, right? You have, you have a chance to still accomplish a lot of goals that maybe you're behind on right now or that you haven't achieved yet. So um, I love it. And, and at the same time, it starts making you think about the year to come and what you're going to do different. How are you going to um, achieve the goals that maybe you didn't achieve if you keep the same ones? What new goals are you going to have? How are you as a person going to become better, become different? Um, it's hard to um, you know, uh, attract people around you that 
you know, you run, you wouldn't probably really be in business with if you yourself aren't already educated and aren't um, working on yourself enough to be that type of leader that will attract that talented type of person. So if I want that really quality, high level person as a sales director, I need to be, make sure I'm becoming that person that they want to actually be around and they want to actually be led by. So um, it, it's something to self-reflect on and, and, it, and it really should help you guys, you know, springboard into next year. But the foundation of all of this, Elizabeth, okay, is something you guys probably really squirm at when you, you, know, you probably all squirm a little bit and you hear about business planning, but you're going to really squirm when I say this word, it starts with a B, budgeting right? Holy cow. I just lost half of the people watching. Nobody likes to think just... about that. <laughs> we, we want unlimited money, no budget. <laughs> unlimited, right? Right. But let me tell you something. I, I will, I, every year never phases me. I go and I talk to a bunch of people on our team or not about budgeting. And I ask a general question. So do you know how much you spend a month? Approximately personal expenses, right? Do you know what you spend? what your burn rate is, right? Um, all that stuff, what your monthly nut is, all these, these, these phrases we have for this. And they always go, yeah, oh yeah, 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 I'm, oh yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, and then go next person, same thing, same thing, same thing. And then I want to get somebody really honest and is like, mm, I don't really know. Okay, cool, thanks for being honest. But the people who always say, yeah, um, I, I, I have a good idea, real good idea actually, what I spend. Every single time we actually break that person's um, finances or expenses, I should say, down, um, it is almost a hundred percent of the time more than what they thought they were yeah. actually spending. Well, cause you like account it, for your big things, you know, your mortgage, your car payment, whatever, but you're mm-hmm. not accounting for those, uh, those Starbucks trips or, those you know, pumpkin the, spice lattes. those pumpkin spice lattes, you're not <laughs> counting those <laughs> and they add a quick. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the other thing too, is everyone thinks that, you know, Budgeting is this big, bad word, right? And oh my gosh, if I actually do a budget, I won't be able to get those pumpkin spice lattes. I think they actually, Starbucks calls it PSLs, right? They just breed yeah. it. It's just oh, yeah. so popular, PSL. Okay, so so you can't get them, right? Or maybe I got one every two months. No, that's not the case. You know, you should be able to live in a manner in which you don't deprive yourself from things you really want, really nice, you know, rewarding yourself for certain behaviors you do throughout the week or some self-discipline or whatever it is, right? Um, you should be able to live how you want to right? But you have to do it by design, right? No one's saying your Starbucks um, or Dunkin' Donuts or whatever, budget has to be, you know, $5 a month because that'll barely get you a dark coffee, right? A black coffee. Um, You're not saying that, but we are saying that if you know, do you know how much the pumpkin spice latte is? What size do you normally get, right? I can't be talking about pumpkin spice lattes on this, but this is a great (laughs) analogy. It's a great example. Mm -hmm. Great example, right? So do you get the large? I mean, what do they call it? Grande? Or you get the meat? BM, what, you, what size and how much is that with tax? Okay, cool. It is $8.50. Now, do you know how many you would like to have a week? Well, I would like to have one every day. Okay, that probably is not the smartest thing to do. Let's right. see if we can cut that back a little bit, right? Um, maybe like three days a week. And then maybe you go to two days a week and you work on it that way. But if it's going to start at three days a week, that's eight eight fifty times three, right? Times four weeks approximately. And then now you have your budget. And now... You know, well, I want to get a little uh, donut too. Okay, well then, what's that cost, right? So you just create the budget so that you know, based on what it is you're going to reward yourself for, those little sweets like those PSLs and, and donuts and stuff, right? That you have it in your budget. That way, when you actually go to your budget, you don't feel like I'm, I'm living like a, like you know somebody who's 
who's living in you know a third world country when I really I make you know decent money at whatever I, at a job I do in America here. Okay, then don't act like that. Act like it is like you normally do. Come to come to the realization of what you actually are spending, and then say, "Is always happens." With people go, "Oh my gosh, wow, wow, that's a big number." When they add up everything for the month, right? And they're actually from their actual credit card bills or checking account or whatever. Um, so now the question becomes: After you add that total up, now okay, let me back up, guys. What you should do, okay, is take the last three months and average the spending for each category. That's what you should do. Right. Um, and then when you total it up and you go, oh, my goodness, I didn't realize it was that much, you know, then you say, OK, well, what do you want it to be? Because here's the deal. Let's say it's seven thousand dollars a month is what someone lives on. Right. Um, family, for a second, I thought you were saying seven thousand dollars a month for pumpkin spice lattes. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, crazy. my goodness. <laughs> that person really needs to know what they're spending. But OK, I get so, you now. Right. So, uh, you know. Listen, I mean, that's it. Maybe you're a single person, maybe you have three kids, maybe whatever, right? But that's just, we're just throwing hypothetical numbers out, right? So you're at $7,000 a month and, and that's a legit number, right? It's what you're spending, not what you think you will or you won't, or that's what you are actually spending average of the last three months. And then you say, okay, well, times 12, that's 84. Well, let's see here. A, do I make that much every year, right? Do me and my spouse combine my household, whatever it is, do we, do we clear that? Because if you don't, that's problem number one, right? Yeah. Now the question that'll get you yeah. some trouble. That will get you some trouble, you know. And then oh my god, then you find out. Well, my credit card bill last year was ten k. Now this year it's fifteen k because I'm just making the monthly payments and it's increasing five k a year. You know, that's not good. That's a train you absolutely do not want to ride on. So, so you got to get off that as soon as possible. And we can talk about you know solutions of how you start getting off that, right? But this is really about budgeting to, to know where you stand because it's like AA, right? You got to admit you have the problem first. Then you got to figure out what is the problem. And that's where we're at right now with, with business planning. What is the problem? Maybe you have the problem. What is the problem? Um, well, it's, it's I, I make less than 84 and I spend 84 a year. I had no idea it was. I just carried a credit card balance thinking, you know, it, that was whatever, normal, you know, or I didn't realize that, yeah, when grandma sends me some money every year, that, that's, that covers it, you know, whatever, right? So, um, or, or like Dave Ramsey says, right? And Dave Ramsey, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of some things he says. I'm not of other things, but um you know, he says, find another way to make a side hustle, do a side hustle, make some more income, right? Go, you know, work at a uh, waitress at a restaurant or bar or steakhouse or whatever, right? Do something else and bring in some more income. You can do that too. If you don't want to curtail your living expenses, but you should know what you're spending. And then if it's 84 is too much and you say, look, I, I make 84, I can cover that, but that seems like way too much of what I should be spending, right? What I should, you know, it feels like I, I just should be safe because I'm not saving any money. I'm barely getting by, even though I'm making good money. Because Benjamin Franklin said a long time ago, right? It's not what you earn. It's what you keep, Save. right? Oh. Penny yeah. saved <laughs> is a penny earned, right? So, so yeah. So it doesn't have to be that you have to, you have to have this super high income if you know how to live on a certain type of budget or a certain type of lifestyle. And if you don't want that lifestyle, then you have to figure out the ways to make more income. It's real simple, right? We don't live on planet Mars. Two plus two does equal four. It really does, right? But some people think it doesn't. It's crazy how that works when it comes to finances. Um, so that being said, you do your budget, you figure out what you want. And then if you say 84 seems like too much, you might can't cover it. Okay. Where am I going to cut from? So then you sit there and you go to the back to that Starbucks or whatever, but coffee budget. And you say, look, whoa. Um, okay. I I'm doing, add this up. I'm spending, you know, four days a week. Let me try to go to two days a week. Right. Or 
if it's like crack to you, because some people it is, right? Then you got to wean off it, right? Three days a week, then two days a week, and one day a week to get down to where you want to be. Then, okay, you want to create categories in your budget and not just go off general categories. So I got some listed up here that um, for my personal budget, let's say, right? I'll just reel off for some people, okay? And you can use this for what it's worth if you like it or don't, right? Um, you can have even more specific categories if you would like. But here are some of the categories. All right, here we go. We have utilities, right? So we have electric bill, home security, internet, television, water, sewer, garbage, all in one, okay? Then you have, you know, I have entertainment all under one category. It's called miscellaneous entertainment, okay? Then you have um, some financial things, life insurance. Maybe you have an umbrella policy. What does that cost? It's probably the same every single month, right? So there you go. It's in the budget. You have um, for food. Here's a good one. For, here's how I have food broken down. Okay, for some suggestions, I have coffee shops as its own category. And listen, I don't have a problem with this, but my wife likes some coffee. So like we gotta we got we got to track <laughs> it. Reel this in sometimes, <laughs> right? Yeah, gotta track it. Yeah, otherwise that could run away on that train with us. So um, at coffee shops by itself, we have fast food Kelly and fast food Kristen, my wife. And the reason why is because that fast food Kelly is like you know that's that's like when I'm by myself going to get lunch, you know, during you know work week or whatever, right? Um, and that could be not necessarily fast food like McDonald's. It could be something, you know, you just grab, you know, Chipotle or something, right? Something quick. Um, fast food, Kristen is her and the kids when they eat together, right? Like, let me tell you about Chick-fil-A and how that that gets going up really, really high in that budget oh, yeah. every single category, every single month, right? Then we have groceries. Then we have restaurants. Separate it out. That's, and then we set budgets, uh, amounts for every single one of those based upon our spending or where we want them to be, Okay. Um, let's keep going here a little bit. Gifts and donations. So guess, guess what I have? I want it for just gifts. And that's, these gifts are like for pretty much our kids, friends, birthday presents, right? I mean, we, you, you know, those bits, right? Yep. You, you got a bunch of kids. They're going to have friends. They're going to have presents. There's a and birthday party about every birthday month. Parties, you got to bring a present, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we, and it could be a gift for something else too. It doesn't have to be just kids birthday parties, but it's a gift category, right? Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then we have Christmas gifts. Yeah, that's right. Christmas gifts. So in February, there is a portion taken out of the budget for Christmas gifts that aren't going to be bought. Until Which is separate November. from November. just gifts. Yeah, exactly. Because why? Because I want to know that when it, it comes time on December 23rd to buy all my Christmas gifts or whatever. No, I'm just kidding. Whatever date, right? I want to know that I already, I already have that allocated, right? I left money in the budget monthly to put aside. So if the, if the budget gets a little silly and kind of, kind of, kind of high that, it's okay. I had that budgeted from January one on no problem. Right. What, it, I mean, to me, that's a great way to live, right? You don't have to be, Oh my goodness. My, my spouse went out and bought something else for, for Jimmy and shouldn't have done that. Cause now are you know, right. Cause that's how I used to be before I had a budget. <clears throat> now I don't have to worry about it. Okay. Then we have, you know, gym, right. So gym membership, we have health insurance. I have, um, uh, kids, dental and miscellaneous health. So everything under health that's not gym health insurance or kids dental is miscellaneous health so if the kids go to the doctor and for something that's a one-off right like you know they get whatever right then that is miscellaneous health um, because there's only so many of those um then we have your your mortgage for your house we have furnishings furnishings for us and we have home improvement so under the home category we have um we have mortgage furnishings home improvement pest control landscaping um and that's what we have so um being said Home improvement are things that do just that. They improve the house. You have to replace the toilet, right? Go buy a new toilet, whatever, right? It's home improvement. You got to buy a new faucet for the kitchen. 
home improvement. Um, we also have furnishings. That's anything that goes on the wall or furniture, right? Wife wants, my wife wants to buy like, you know, a, a picture frame for some room or something. That's a furnishing, right? Or craft stuff, you know, for around the house. Halloween decorations, all that stuff, right? Okay, then we have um, uh, babysitter and daycare, right? That's important to have for a lot of people. Um, need to have that in their budget. We have kids' activities and kids' clothing. So other sports and things from school goes in kids' activities. And kids' clothing is obviously just that. Um, we have parties is a miscellaneous expense. So it's pretty much our kids' like birthday parties we're going to throw. You know, that those can add up, right? Even though there might only be three a year, you know, if you have three kids. Um, you have miscellaneous expenses. Um, another one there, under there is project. So projects are, are the, are the category where we put anything big, right? Like, like you're going to do a, a remodel of the, of the bathroom or kitchen or whatever, right? Something bigger. Okay. But we budget a little bit every year. Cause we know approximately on projects, what we might spend if we're going to do a certain project for the year, it's usually one or two things the entire year. Right. Um, okay. Personal care. So we have nails, not for me. You can tell these aren't done. Mm -hmm. Um, and we have, we have hair, not for me, this ain't done, but my wife, right. She has that. And then miscellaneous, everything else is miscellaneous personal care. So like, you know, all the deodorant, shampoo, all that stuff, right. Falls in that category. And then we have, you know, pet food and supplies. We have, cause we have a dog and vet is a separate one. And then we have, um, clothing is a separate category. That's just me and my wife, right. Any clothing that we buy. And then we have a vacation budget. Why? Because as real estate agent guys, I firmly believe that we should budget and plan as part of business planning to run your whole, your, I mean, especially if you've been in the business for a while, to run your whole calendar in 11 months, in 48 weeks, not 52. So that means you are allowed to take four weeks of vacation or maybe two vacations and two weeks of sickness because maybe you get the flu or whatever, right? Um, that sort of thing. And that's how you should live it by design. Okay. So it's not good for anybody. Now, obviously, even if the vacation is cheap, right? You're just going to go down the interstate to another neighboring town and stay in a hotel or something, right? Whatever. Just have some downtime, right? Because you're you're human. You can't just keep going. I tried that for a while and it, get I did okay. Real and it worked. You said, but you get burnt out, right? Okay. You have to have some downtime. You have some things to look at, look for. Now, if you did a vacation, you did four, I don't care if they're really small, you did four a year then what, how the brain, the psychology should work here. It's like a 12 work uh, week, right? Um, so basically every quarter you would have a, some sort of vacation. So for the other two months, well, I should say 11, 11 weeks, you are busting your tail knowing that you got some downtime coming a whole week. In fact, a whole week, right? And then you come back from the vacation, refresh, and you bust your tail for another 11 weeks. Then you have a whole nother week, right? In quarter two and so on and so forth. So that's how we break our budget up. And, and my team, we're going to go over this entire exercise together um, tomorrow, in fact. And so this is going to this is going to really open some eyes to some people because we can't, if you say you want to make, you know, 50,000 a year, 100,000 a year, whatever it is, it doesn't mean anything if, you're down, if you don't have anything attached to it. You know, and that, and that is in addition to your big why, right? Why are you doing what you're doing? Um, but you have to know what... I mean, the reality is some people can live on my team because they're single. They might still live with their parents, right? right? They're, they're mid twenties or early twenties. They, they can still live with their parents. So they can live actually pretty cheap. So if they could live off of $30,000 a year, which sounds crazy, but if they could, and they put down 70, well, when the going gets tough, they're not going to show up because they know in the back of their mind, they don't have to. They're good at 30, 
So then I'm really encouraging agents on my team and other agents I'm coaching to this year, more than any, to create a goal from an income standpoint that is truly one that you have to hit. That you have, I don't care how low it is, that you have to hit. It. Otherwise, you literally won't, you'll be on the streets. You won't know where your next, you know, paycheck's coming from. You won't, you won't have the ability to go to a movie on a Friday night, that kind of thing. So that's my advice this year that we're working on for business planning for 2023, guys. It starts with a foundation, just like you're building a house, the concrete slab, and you build up from there. And it starts with the budget, knowing how much you spend every single month. Yeah. And I think that's really important too, because I think usually when we think of business planning, which we've talked about in past episodes as well, but it's okay. What am I going to do in my business? Um, as far as what systems am I going to implement? What, um, you know, what lead sources aren't working that we're going to cut back on this year, which are all very important things. But as Kelly kind of said, it all really starts with your, you can't really set goals until you understand where you're at personally, because you're setting goals for like, yes, for your business, but what's the outcome? It's for yourself, right? Or for your family. And so to get a really good gauge of where you're at and what goals you want to be, if you want to have pumpkin spice lattes every single day <laughs> and, and you're not hitting that to where you can afford to, now you kind of have a reason, right? Or um, kind of something to look forward to in the outcome of your business planning. So come in full circle here with the pumpkin spice lattes, but um, truly it's a personal budget is part of your business planning because you're you're going to base um, some of your goals off of where you want to be in your personal finances. Yep. So that's it. Wonderful. Love it. Well, love if you it, guys have any questions for Kelly about any of his um, his categories, how he's uh, budgeting for his own life, how he's broken that all down, Kelly, or any other thing uh, real estate related or not, Kelly, where can they reach you? Yeah, absolutely. You, thanks, Elizabeth. You can reach me, reach me, excuse me, at info at cookandassociatesaz.com or myself. Text or call 480-227-2028. And if you're going through your personal finances, realizing that you need to do more next year and you want to go off and build yourself a team um, in real estate, then please head over to buildyourrealestateteam.com and download Kelly's, um, you know, full, full plan there for how he did it, or at least what he learned how he should have done it yes, um, to exactly. begin with. <laughs> Go ahead and um, grab that download. And other than that, we will see you guys all next week. Happy business planning. Happy business planning, guys. Go get it. Welcome to the podcast, Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook, where we will discuss the latest and most relevant business strategies to help you do one thing extremely well, sell more homes. We'll discuss everything from business planning to lead generation and conversion to past client customer service and everything in between. Join us for authentic conversations and nuts and bolts takeaways you can implement into your business today. And now, Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook.